Electrician's Podcast. This week, we've roped in Old Man Savo uh, to talk about the best testers of 2023 and probably the best overall tester. But ever. before we get into that, as usual, our uh, number one sponsor, our only sponsor, and the best fuse board manufacturers out there, in my opinion, um, Verso. Now, they do all the switch gear. I tell you the same shit every week. They do switch gears, sockets, um, all that sort of stuff. Go and check it out at the website. But very soon, we've got a very big surprise for you. Anyway, in the meantime, go and check them out. Versoelectrical.co.uk. Go to the show notes. All the information's in there. Go and have a little click about and see what you see what you can see. Um, and probably go and buy some because it's pretty good stuff. Have you finished? Yeah. Marbit now then. Normally now, I'd do the news, but there is no news this week because this is an evergreen bit of content for people who are hunting down testers in our annual tester review 2023. Do you but know what, what I've got? Is when you use words like evergreen. Like, shut up, man. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so what I've got is, to prove we've got a master at work on this week, I've made a quiz. If you're not an audio viewer now, there are images on the screen. Dave, what tester is that? So that's a Martindale ET4500 or something, which happens to be the uh, the same thing as my Metro MR300S. Next in one. A different case. Uh, a dialogue. He doesn't want to admit to it. Oh, there's the QTEC, yes, the, the, the KT63, the Mega 17 series, of course. The Ethos 8400. <laughs> and the Robin, that's the KT. That's the 1420, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I've got my pause on one of those. Yeah, uh, MFT Pro, one of those over there, and the Metro MR3125. <laughs> I hunted the fluke. I don't have a fluke in my collection because I just gave mine away to a young chap quite recently. Fair enough. I hunted in exchange hunted. for favors. So I hunted to do that quiz just to prove that the Dalai Lama. <laughs> I hunted and hunted online for testers, and all the random testers I found. That I thought, oh, that's a good one. David already done a video on it, so I just had to go with them. But we've well, got an next one really for testers. Uh, I do have a bit of a penchant for the uh, the old MFTs, much to my wife's annoyance, especially when she saw how much I spent on this uh, <laughs> rather harmless Robin KTS 1630. We're getting there. Sure. What we're doing tonight is we're doing the annual review of testers, yeah, because we appreciate a lot of people must regularly buy a tester. Yeah, you know what? A regularly anal review of testers 23. Why'd you have to be a child? Oh, Sam. That's what this podcast is all about. It's the magic of the podcast. Now, we're doing a test because loads of people have our testers yet. It can be quite difficult to find out honest electricians' opinions on testers. And I think with the grand we've got together tonight, you're going to get honest reviews. <laughs> is this is this one of them episodes where I've got to go and get a load of tramadol just to get through it? Yes, probably. Yeah. Unless you know your testers. But yeah, everyone, I get asked when I was at college loads, what tests should I buy? Well, what car should you buy? It's the same question, isn't it? So tonight, we're going to go through a load of tester stuff and see Can what I just ruin this episode for you and just tell you what you should do? Go, go on, give us your favourite tester then. I don't have a favourite tester. Well, I do, but it's not about that. It's about, like, all the... For most electricians, you need a basic tester. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like, all this fanning about, oh, this one does that and this one does that. Um, an earth rod test. Shut up. Don't matter. Do you know what you've just done? You've just ruined the next bit because I'm just about to say, in my opinion, to get the conversation going, 
They all do the same thing. They all do exactly the same thing. They do. So, Dave, what would you say? Do they all do exactly the same thing? Because you've got a mountain of them there behind you. Kind of. Obviously, there are uh, some whistles and bells that some models are armed with, but there hasn't been a lot. Uh, it wasn't a lot of change over a good sort of 15-odd year period, maybe. Well, maybe maybe a bit less than that. A good no. sort of 10-year period. So for, for example... A rather marvellous and somewhat rare seaward one here, the CMBS. That's a weird. Th I didn't even think that was a multifunction tester. A strange form factor, isn't it? I did a video about that. Uh, that was actually supplied to me by Steve at SFG Security. Go and check out his YouTube channel. He's a good chat. So Sorry, the reason have, that have one's have there, a play with it. The reason I put that one up there is that was my first test of a sixteen twenty, and I believe in my heart of hearts I could still go and do testing with that, and that is twenty years old. So, yeah, that's exactly my point. There hasn't been a lot that's changed in the basic functionality for uh, for a lot of machines until quite recently. Obviously, things are <laughs> moving apace with the sort of extra features and functions you're starting to see. So for me, though, like the 3125 and the new Mega X1. Yeah, the new Mega X1, I've got, I got my hands on one of them the other day. I don't really know what I'm looking at. It just looked good. Um, but for me, the KT63, right? Or the KT sixty four, I think it is now, isn't it? The Q Tech, the little one. The Q Tech. If so Q Tech doing... are Robin, aren't they? Q Tech were Robin. They're the guys from Robin. How guys about you let me finish the sentence? No one, no one needs to know how much you know about testers, Jamie. No one cares. All right. God, I thought this was a conversational podcast. I was clearly wrong. <laughs> but the KT sixty three and sixty four, whatever. That is all you really need to do a standard installation. Is that? Have I did I put a picture of that one up? That was the... Am I right or wrong? You're right. You're totally no, right. You're right. Right. Okay. Uh, and to be honest, my the tester... I mean, I, I sort of go through phases of favouring a particular instrument and then perhaps moving on to another one. The, the tester that's currently in the toolbox and calibrating, doing the business, is the first tester I ever bought, which is the uh, Mega uh, 1552 here. And that's got all the features and functions I need to go about my most of my business. Uh, it's only when we start moving on to things like if we need to definitely verify a type A RCDs wording or uh, do an EV charge point installation, which I'll decide I'm not going to do any more of because they're shit, then <laughs> something like the 3125 comes in. But for your average fault finding, your domestic EICRs, your uh, initial verification, a, a 10, 15 year old instrument such as on any of these will, will serve that function. Even something which that one looks at one's close at hand, even something more basic than the Robin you had would wow. do most of what you oh, need. I was looking at one of them on eBay. The thing is, as well, is, like I said, I, I, I put my first test up that Robin. I could still test that now. One thing it didn't have, which I do like, is RCD auto test. I don't want to be running up and down the stairs. So that's obviously, that is a genuine move forward, I think, in making your life easier. What other functions do you use that make your life easier as opposed to ones that are just marketing bollocks? Because there's some real marketing bollocks on testers. There is. Uh, not a lot. So some of these instruments, like the 3152, you can do things like save your results. And I think you can do that with the Mega as well, can't you? You can save results and zap them directly into uh, what was Amtech. Have I, you tried I it? I, nah. I, I'm never going to trust that my instrument has recorded everything that I've just tested. Yeah. And go back to base and press the press the recall button and go, oh, for fuck's sake, it ain't there. I'm going to type that stuff in manually as I go along into easy, so that's the way I work. That's the way I'll always be working. I will 
de- like I'm 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 doing my two three nine one this year. I've got um a TIS MFT Pro, and I if I can export it to a to a piece of software, I definitely will use that function because I'm flat out lazy. Yeah. And you know, it's on the MFT Pro. You haven't uh, tried it, it yet. It's I think it's actually more work than just writing it down. No, it won't be. Typing it, it into a thing. No, it won't be. Mate, you, you I've tried out the flukes. The flute I put the flukes off yeah, on a little day. Fluke, fluke are overly complicated just to use. Nah, we'll get on to brands in a minute. But other than that, has anyone got any things that has anyone got a tester in particular that's doing something that they could not do without function wise, apart from all yes. the auto test? Yes. Go on then. The MFT Pro shows you how to do each test. All right, so that's that, that, that's for retards. Great stuff. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but a lot of a lot of instruments have that built in. That's built into the metro stuff as well. Oh, and then that's the advantage, isn't it? Of uh, advantage of having a does that metro, like a, Dave? Does that not? If you put in a, a breaker size and the cable size, does that not tell you if it's a pass or fail as well? It does. Obviously, you have to know what you're testing. You have to know that the test parameters are set correctly because these instruments often have a red and green light or a tick across on their screen whatever a pass or fail for the the test parameters under use now obviously you're not necessarily testing those parameters if i were to do a low fault loop test on this and get something like 13 ohms it would give me a big red light and say that's that's a, yeah that's not right David. but if it's a tt installation of course that's perfectly fine so you can't just go oh. by the red and green lights so you have to know what you're looking at and what you're testing what, similarly what if i find Sorry, mate. What Sorry. values is it getting that red and green light from? Is that is that something that you can pump into it off the website, or is that just something that has to be set? That's something that that is set on the test. So if I've got uh, an R one R two test on here, sorry, that's a bad example, isn't it? If I go to a uh, ZS test, then at the moment this is set up for a B thirty two. I don't know if you're going to be able to see that. All oh, right, so, yeah, got you, got so this is going to know that a B thirty two, according to well, the 80% rule is a pass or fail at 1.10 ohms. And that's what it's set to. I, I've got the parameter set for the 80% in the settings. Can you? Uh, so if I get 1.12 ohms, it's going to give me the red light. Can you change that B32 quicker than you can just look at a, a card that's got the results on? Is it is it worth uh, it? Because this one's not a touchscreen, it's a bit of a fiddle to change. because You've got to go through the sort of menu key. So I never bother because I know what I'm sort of testing anyway. And if I'm testing a 6-amp lighting circuit, I'll leave that set to B32. It might show as a fail because obviously you can have much higher resistance and much higher impedance on a, a six amp circuit. But I know I'm testing a six amp circuit. And I can let me go well. It, the actual fail number on that is going to be like seven point two eight ohms or something. Unless I'm getting a result that's up up there, then I'm not going to worry about it. But something like uh, a lot of the new instruments, of course, a touchscreen and changing parameters on those can be easier. It can be a bit more of a faff depending on obviously the user interface. The nice thing about these sort of things and these more traditional ones is you can see what the dial is set to. Whereas yeah, um, screen, I like you, you can get a bit lost. You like I clunking. Like to, I like to clunk around. So what the, if you're new to the game, knowing what you know, because you're the way you're talking then, you've got a lot of numbers you know in your head. You know values and stuff, yeah? Between us... I'm not, all, I'm not that much of a fucking bore, but... You yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, obviously you come across some... <laughs> You're working to the same stuff day in, day out. Some numbers are going to stick, aren't they? What's the number? If you're new, if you're new to the game, because they're the people that probably listen to this podcast in the future, because it's evergreen. If you're new to the game, what tester between us? So I, I'd say... That? What is it? Is it Seagulls again? Yeah! I'm going to get my <laughs> banner out in a minute. So what tester, new to the game, 
what are you going for? I, I don't really have a, a straight answer on that. Well, you have to. You knew you just know, you just qualified, done uh, a proper apprenticeship. What test do you buy? And what's the what's the cheap? What's the reasonably priced, ruggedest, reasonably lasting? Well, it, it's like you say, isn't it? It's like asking someone what kind of car to buy. It's, it all depends on your budget and what you think you're going to be doing. Obviously, if you if you've got the money to spend, then go for a brand maybe that you recognise and go for something that's. Uh, as fully featured as you as you can. Uh, if you're on a bit of a budget and you, you can't really chuck a, a great deal at the likes of flukes of prices or mega prices that sort of stuff, then maybe look down more at the the uh, more cost of uh, ranges that are more perhaps more cost effective for your budget. That's not to say Listen, that they're that how it is, Davo. <laughs> pound for pound, the probably most loaded uh, most loaded MFT pound for pound is probably the uh, MFT Pro. Like it's not super expensive. Mm. It's got quite a lot of features, and it's quite um, so it's quite scalable, isn't it? You can buy stuff to add on to it to be able to do the EV on certainly on the newer ones. It does it is superior in that way. You can scale it up. Let's yeah, a lot of testers have that advantage that you can upgrade the firmware to take on board new tests that perhaps older instruments wouldn't be able to uh, yeah to they are full upgrade while there let's go through these these are the not well now before this Jamie, show what i want to talk bronze cutting people off we're having a conversation i'm going to attack you with ninja <laughs> go on then get your crossfire <laughs> <laughs> i would go through these brands on here yeah the nine that i could what there's eight on here i think i thought there was more brands than this someone tell me if there, are, there are more brands these are the only ones we found out. I did I did the CEF website, I did test.co.uk. Not saying buy off them, still a fan. So these are the brands that I found, and one of these it's is an old one. Through. Martindale, which is up on the screen. I've got very little experience with Martindale, I must admit, but that instrument does appear to be a rebadge of this instrument. The difference between the two is that the Martindale doesn't have the proprietary connector port on the top i almost didn't buy this because i don't, mm, don't like the idea of proprietary lead set but, yeah uh, oh no that looks similar you're right that looks very similar it is, it is. They, they are they are off the same production line but, oh, I, but I, the presume, top... I, I don't know if the guts are the same inside i presume they are the the screen interface is the same the button layout's the same it's just the interface at the top that's that differs um, oh, i've got no experience with Mondo. what about you sam anything so did you even know we did them yeah, if yeah, it's the so, same instrument as this, then this is fucking solid. This is, you know, I've always said that that's the best tester I bought because that's the only one I ever bought sort of brand new. Everything else has always been uh, a sort of secondhand find or whatever. But uh, back in 2017, after seeing oh, that sales. on the stand at Alex, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to splat, splash out. Uh, and there's, there's a lot of things I like about that in that the way it displays the information. See, it's, this displays uh gives me at a glance more information than uh any of the other older testers i'd use but we don't know if that martindale one's got the same screen do we? Right. we'll come back i think it has i think it has i think it's the same the, the same engine inside so for me martindale was always the socket testers when i was first starting out the geese i was working with doesn't matter what mm. socket test you had he would say oh have you got a martindale so yes. that, I was I always thought of the socket tester was called a Martindale. And then I, I only found yeah, out. Well, that's what puts me off of is that I had a couple of their easy check extras, uh, the socket testers, and they, they both failed on me. Do you what? think and Martindale like, well, yeah, invented... Yeah, these are like 60 quid a piece. Do you they think did they invent the socket them? tester, yeah. They did. 
what I will say is in in defence of Martindale, there are there are known brand up that everyone's heard of them, like Sam just said there. Yeah. You know their test probes. I will not allow anything else for proving dead. They are infallible. They're brilliant. Absolutely, best bit of kit on the market. Why? Because they just because they've got no moving parts. They still use neons. There's nothing to go wrong. They're easy to inspect and they just work. There's no bells and whistles on them. It's just. You, you're, talking about, um, you're talking about contact voltage testers. Yeah, their contact, their tester, their contact voltage tester is like the 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 bestest proven unit going. End of story. I will, I'll die on that hill. It should be. Yes, I, I, yes, I know what you mean. I've got one of those. Yeah, they, um, as you said, they they they're very basic, but they're solid. Yeah, they they would do a good proven unit with it, so, and they've got Martindale. They got the name, haven't they? It mean like Sam said, Martindale testers for the plugs. I do believe they did invent them. You're right. But yeah, MFTs wise, we don't know. Next one, Dialog. Has anyone used one of these? So no I've, 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 I've seen one once. Dialogue. You've got what? Beef of Dialog. Go on then. Years ago, when this podcast was called The Electrician's Guide to Everything, mm -hmm. they was like all around us and all that. Then a certain group got involved and they ghosted <laughs> us. So Dialog... <laughs> When I worked at college, we had we had five of these testers, right? They're meant to be made in the same factory as flute. You can see the form factors there, yeah. And I'm going to be honest, they they're so slow. I'm not going to say they dog shit; they do work, but they are ridiculously slow. It's like using a tape deck. That's all. That, and that's it. And the oh, they say are they're made in. The, they're I made in. Get the on UK. with that. It says it on there. It says what? It's made in the UK. Well, they, you can see that. Well, assembled that could be. You can see that form factor is very similar it to the flute. It says made in the UK, bro. I'm looking yeah. at the picture. But Lee, yeah, my understanding is that dialogues. One of dialogue selling points is that they're UK based or UK made or something like that. I, I, I just haven't got any experience with them. I did have a dialogue um, contact tester for years. That was my first contact tester. Fell apart eventually, but it, it put in a lot of field time before it eventually succumbed, Mark. as they all do. My verdict on that is, Evan, I'm the, I think I'm the only person who's ever touched one. They're slow. They work. I'm not saying they calibrate great. They're cheap and they're slow. Q-Tech. Again, uh, I'm ashamed to say no experience of such. Sounds like, yeah. Oh. I, I, yeah I like them. They are solid, yeah. Everybody who's used them says that they're mm. great. And oh. some people, uh, I think anybody who was Robin mad um, would be Q-Tech mad. Because they've still got the button. Yeah, it, it's, it's got a following. It's, it's got a, a... People swear by them. I just... The, for me, I don't like the form factor. I don't know what it is about it. I've said this before to people. There's something about it and it, about its its newer cousin that's got the sort of the baby mm. blue sort of rim around it. I don't know. Me, there's something that just doesn't get me hard. For me, I really like them. They're really small. Um, and I was working in London doing generators years ago. Um, and we had one of them with us. And like... It was so perfect for working in London because obviously you've got to hoof your tools around. You carry the minimum amount of tools to be able to do the most amount of work. And having that in your bag it almost weighed nothing. It done the tests that you needed it to do. All your basic standard tests is really, really good. I really liked it. And it was only like maybe about that big. So I don't know, seven inches like by six clam. inches. It's really good, it was. I've, I've just swapped the picture because um, that one I've got the picture of is quite, it's a bit of an old tester, but this one, the KT63 Plus, when I was working at the college, some people used to bring their tests in, that one there has got the best screen 
I've ever seen on a test device. It's so clear and it just yeah. it's just such a I nice really screen. like QTech. I really is that like QTech. Is, is, is that the one you use, Sam, or is it was it the other one? No, the other one, the older one. I mean it's just brilliant. It that was one. slower. It was slower than the other ones because it's not got as much juice, obviously. But it it's a brilliant yeah. tester. Rugged as well, aren't they? Yes. And QTech is solid stuff. I mean, there it's a, a joint UK Japanese thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, if I'm because they, they, it's the, the Robin guys who joined in with uh, Kairitsu in Japan. But the That's natural it. evolution of these things, which you know were solid of their day. I mean, these all still work. Uh, so yeah, you, you can't go wrong with them. Basically, that one. I, I used to. I swore by Robin, and obviously they are ex Robin staff. But I, it's same as you, mate. I cannot. They're great. The leads are good, which is what something we're going to come to in a bit. But just the form factor is not. I See, I would buy one of them yeah, tomorrow. Cause... I'd buy if I had to go out and buy a tester right now. That's what I'm buying. Do you know what I think? I would. Basic. I think I would. I think I'd support them because I do like them. I like the button and yeah. But I just you know what I mean. You know when you really like something, but you just never bought one. I'm just like I don't know why. I'm just like that with it. It's, it's what, like looking at a car, isn't it, and going, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great it's a great vehicle, but for some reason there's just something I don't like about it, and it's just a personal thing. Is that a good new to the game tester that we could yes. sat on earlier? I think oh, yeah, so. Yeah, if I was going to say yeah. someone, that is that if you're new to the game, not that one in the picture, but the one I just put up on the webpage, the KT63 Plus. Winner. No, I would say this one, the KT63. I don't think they make them anymore. I think they're being superseded now. But they are, like, when I was using it, I'm not a tester. I know a very basic bit about testing. So, But I could use that and be, like, fairly okay with it. Like, it's there's not, like, a million settings. Old school, yeah, old school basicness is, it doesn't always need to be complicated. That, just old school basicness, learn your tests. If you know how to use that, you can use any tester. Another thing to say as well is if you're new to the game, you don't necessarily need to go out and buy a new thousand pound tester straight I from don't. your local wholesaler. It is perhaps best to start second hand. Uh, I certainly did. I, my Mega was the first tester I got. That was second hand. And that and the TIS, actually, they were both second hand and neither of them had a scratch on it. If I imagine that somebody came along going, oh, electrics is piss. I'm going to be an electrician. All I need is a pack of screwdrivers. <laughs> I think there's and a then they found they needed this instrument. <laughs> There is, yeah. I think a lot of people come into the game with good intentions, thinking, I'm going to do this, I'm going to be a spark, and then quickly realise that either they're not, it's, it's not going to work out for them, or their mm. their head's not in the game after all. And it just goes on to eBay or goes to sex or, or whatever. You if can you pick to... up good kit secondhand. If you want to prove that, often... I'm sorry, mate, it's going to delay there. Oh, yeah, I was just an offer in, in almost mint condition, hardly used. If you want to prove that as well, just look on Facebook Marketplace because it's riddled with testers. Uh, that are ex people like you say there that have just not gone for it, and you can see that they're not nicked. You can see that generally people are trying to, yeah, there is always a risk buying second hand. Obviously, you are sort of you may have to go off and pay for calibration. It's great if you can get something that's still got a certificate on it, uh, but uh, there is uh, you, you can pick up decent kit, and even if um, something like the KT63 DL isn't made anymore. You can still find it out there. You, it won't be on any. Uh, it won't be on your, your, the shelf at CEF or anything like that. But you can still find it out there, and it's a great instrument to start with. Just something that, I don't like about it. That's the first one. On it, but it's solid. That's the first one. I think we've all been positive about that. Is an actual proper brand that make the tester. Yeah, would we agree on that? That's yeah. Right. That's getting our thumbs up of approval there. If I'm honest. Now then, the mega or the mega as a brand. I think everyone's got something to say about this. 
I don't, I've never understood them. I don't <laughs> care about them. They wind me up just looking at them because I tell you what, people get so, oh, my mega, my mega. It's like, so what? It's a tester. Like, it, like you're buying it like it's a pair of Nikes. Don't worry about it. Um, and I don't understand what all this, all these like things that you click onto are. I don't really know what all that means. Why you, it's just, I just don't like them. Can I just but, say to you, Sam, just stop. Are they good though? Are they quality? I don't know. Yeah, right, all right, yeah, I don't know. Fair enough. I just wanted to see if that's what you thought. But I will say, I have had. I got. I got really lucky, and I and my local wholesaler had the uh, the MFTX one. So the new all singing, all dancing, touchscreen, just turning knob thing. It is. It is well good. Like if I if I was like balling out of control and I was going to go and buy a new tester, mm. I think I'm going for the X one just because it looks so sexy expensive though very expensive it's the kind of thing that again, if you're new to the game don't go blowing all your beans on something like that yeah, yeah, no, don't. If, if you have to know that you know that the instrument does everything you're going to want it to do going forward and you know you, you you're like okay no, this, this is my business because it's, it's one of the most important pieces of kit you'll buy but yeah mm. mega are solid i always found the 17 series that's nigel's one there I never really got on with it. I find it's a bit sort of overcomplicated. I know what you mean, Sam, by the fact that, you know, you have to... I, I, I totally agree as the... well, just to get it out there. We're, I think we're all agreeing to that. And I've, Sam put it so well, I just don't get it. <laughs> you know? The 15 series, a lot of the love yes. for the 15 series. Uh, that, again, like I say, it's the first tester I bought. Uh, that's the one I'm currently using out on site. And it's absolutely fucking bulletproof. You know... The megas, right? You supposed that one in the picture. And I, when I worked at a college again, I'm saying this, yeah, I got to see a lot of testers going through, right? I got to see a lot of people buying stuff, yeah. First of all, that is an absolutely solid bit of kit, right? And it's well made, and the leads are brilliant, yeah. The problem with it is, is that screens out the eighties, and you're forever turning a dial or changing a lead over. And I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I do not know why. And then people come in, right? And I was I was working at a college. I meant to be the person that people come to to ask questions. And someone would come with a mega and go, they go, oh, you know what my tester go? So that geezer over there has got a mega as well. Go and ask him, mate, so I ain't got a fucking clue. <laughs> oh, did you say the screens come out in the 80s? Well, look at that screen, mate. That, that, that screen was on that tester when I was at college. That screen was on an installation resistance tester when I was at college. I just don't get it. There's nothing wrong with a mega. You've got a solid product, but I just don't get it because my granddad didn't own one. Is that a fair comment? I think this is a problem with, uh, this is sort of moving a little off topic from where we are, but I think this is something that, that's coming in now. Obviously, the new generation, the, the apprentices of today mm. are used to their touchscreen iPhones and such, and touchscreen colour displays are like, well, we kind of got to do it because that's what the kids expect to see. And I don't necessarily agree with that because colour touchscreen displays kind of mean that menus can get buried, but also that it's going to yeah. chew through the batteries. If you've got a the mega display there, it is a good clear display, and yes, it's LCD. But the fucking batteries, the batteries are now uh, going to last for six months. I'm not months knocking the, the type display. I'm not knocking the type display to be fair, because we'll get to that in a minute. But I just think it's just not got enough information on it sometimes. Again, uh, th this is part of the problem with having a fixed LCD like that is you can't put out a firmware update that changes what mm. is there. You, you've got set digits. Set display. The Megas are great for their analog counterpart that goes with the digital thing there. I did a video about that last year, right? <laughs> Check but, it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
but uh, uh, you, you can't change what's presented. Now, so you have to make sure that everything is presented as you watch. And again, going back to this thing with its dot matrix display. Are you, are you fucking, are you on, are you got a, a, a discount code for Metro or something, Dave? Fifty <laughs> 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 percent off all next week is they like another Bromino. <laughs> you got a discount code for that. Use Dave 10. Well, I should have. I should have a Bundy 10, shouldn't I? <laughs> Buy the Metro on my Bundy 10 disco. The, uh, the advantage over something like a dot matrix display or even the new sort of colour displays that are coming in is obviously you can stick what you want on there. You can move it. You can change it around. But that display on there, the reason I like that test the most uh, as a, the one I bought is because it gives me the most information at a glance. The numbers are right. nice and large. And the detail that it gives me is more at a glance than any of my other previous instruments and you can take something like the mega there it's given you uh giving you uh, a, a set amount of information but not necessarily everything that you want to see just, all in one go just to finish off with that mega right you've got two behind you've got that one in the picture which i think is a 17 series and you've got the 15 series and you say you like the 15 series but my question is and this is genuine not i'm not taking the piss like literally what is the fucking difference like they look like they've both got the same screen. Then they haven't. The 17 series does have a more featured screen. Don't know if there's any battery. Oh, there is batteries in it. Oh, there's a few more bits on there, is there? Yeah, the, the 17 series. So, for example, uh, the 17 series, if you were to do uh, an earth fault loop test, it would, I think, it would also display the prospective fault current at the same time. Oh, whereas right, on this yeah. instrument, I'd have to run it as two separate tests. Uh, I'm not sure about what else because I don't really use the 17 series, so I'm not. <laughs> you just got it out there. Wow! Last Let's word. move on. That move on. I think we've done that. So what we're saying is, it's solid build, but they're a quiet taste. The ethos range, I believe. <laughs> Here we go. It's the interlude. I believe. I'm sure Dave Crepton knows. Bought some. Is this a CEF own brand? Ethos. I, I believe this is exclusive to CEF. Yeah. Does anyone disagree that it's not it's shit? <laughs> Again, this is this comes down to what, what can you get for your budget, doesn't it? Uh, I think it's a perfectly capable all, bit of kits, but I, don't, I can't see it for something like longevity. How much is one of these? How much? Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. Someone, um, someone gave me this one actually. They, uh, one thing that I like about this, check this out. It has a you know you're talking about your um, Martindale socket testers. They've got a built-in socket tester. Look at that. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is one. Nice feature. If that, I, if I... that one there is £599.94 at CEF. If they've got it in stock or they'll serve you. You can't, you, <laughs> can't, um, you can't knock that. These are dialogues, aren't they? These are on a pot. This is dialogue level. Are we saying that? I think that's a fair comment. These no, are dialogue level so. testers. They're, they're more down the sort of the, the budget end of the range. But this instrument, I haven't used it in anger because, like I say, someone, someone gave it to me. Um, it's certainly feature rich. The only thing I can't speak for, of course, is its longevity or its ruggedness on site because I've got no experience of how good they are out in the field. But yeah, for uh, it, it is a budget brand. But again, if you're starting off, you don't necessarily need to blow a four figure sum on a fluke or a mega. You know, to, if you get, get two going. years, you know, if you get two years out of 599 quid tester, whether it's that one or a dialogue type one, if you start out that. Probably not a bad deal. Was that fair comment? A lot, a lot of these things are, are down to their. It's, it's the survivability out on the van, isn't it? And that's what annoys me about a lot of these brands, which punt premium products, but then give you a really shit bag to put it in. The one, th one advantage of the likes of Fluke is they give you a proper case, so it's going to survive Everyone longer them, out in the field. 
Whereas mm. your even even your top end metros or your new Mega X One, it's coming in a fucking soft case, and I do not oh. understand that. that. That's just ridiculous oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that ain't going to last in the back of your van. I'll tell you who do a good, really nice tester case. I've got one from Bundo. Um, is Velocity and it's like seven point five. The sub point five. I don't know. Yeah. It's got like a velvety inside. You can change all the compartments so you can get it smaller to hug your tester. It's lovely. And it's a nice big bag so you can get all your bits in it. So you can literally have another toolkit in there and your tester and all the leads and your continuity testers and bits and pieces. You can have the whole lot in there. And I've got to, I've got to say, whilst we're talking about testers, go and check out that velocity bag. It is the creme. Do you know what? You're on fire tonight. You're on fire because I would absolutely agree with him. Just said I've got one down there. I just want to got this test right before we started. It, that seven point five bag. I've got one Business. on the work van. I've got one down here. Not only is it a fucking amazing bag, it just works. Up into the right place, but you can tell it's designed to protect your testers. Yeah, it is. And you can get one with the code. <laughs> <laughs> you need but yeah, I'm not sponsored by Velocity, but I bum everything they do because they do make good shit. But that tester bag is something else. But yeah, uh, Ethos, would you consider it if you was no. new? No. So I would that. never buy that over the KT63 because they're about yeah. the same sort of dough. That's probably got more function functions on it. But look at it. Like, if you, look it at that. It just looks a bit fucking gashed on it. I mean, if you got if that's all the money you've got. If someone wait. gave me that, I'd sell it. For what I could, and put it towards buying the <laughs> taking that cash converters. We are going to do this next year as well. We might, maybe we'll change mine, but I don't think we will. But we won't change mine on that bag. Next no. one. Thing to say like... quickly is that um, when I uh, I got my I don't have it here at the moment because it went off for repair. My my Robin Amprobe, which is basically a rebadged Uni T tester, mm. um, that, that had to go off because uh, it had failed calibration. Apparently, uh, it's been repaired now. But I was talking to the guy who repairs them, and he was saying that. Uh, the I was saying, well, what what kind of brands do you see come across your desk for repair more often than others? And he was saying it was the sort of the, the, the budget brands, the so perhaps. Yeah, um, they've got to save the money somewhere, aren't they? The money's getting chopped somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I do question whether there's the ruggedness, the longevity in there. Uh, he was saying that Mega and Fluke are the ones that they least see and the ones that are easiest to repair. Although uh, he finds Fluke easier to repair than Megas because Mega can be a bit be a bit dickish about providing they the, do they are a bit data. dickish and they repair an house don't they as well yeah that they're, they're only down the road for me like the hq we've been invited to go there it's only down the road it's in dover um and the the geezer i was speaking to he had the raven up with me to begin with but then he was all right <laughs> he's gone after this podcast i've already said about mega no, <laughs> I, but think it's the, true, I think like... the invitation's been withdrawn <laughs> but the, the problem is with, with these these brands is mega and fluke when i was coming up were the only ones really yeah that we anyone spoke about it was a mega use either mega or fluke and it depended really on what college you went to that had a mega or fluke or what geezer you was working with, whether he had a mega or fluke was to the, what you would learn on. Yeah. Your granddad's me. You know what the craziest bit is about mega and fluke? Uh, look, we, Cause you're just said that it's mega and fluke, right? You know, um, Metro, I think they make those testers and there's other firms just make testers. Yeah. Metro and fluke, 18th edition testers for the UK market are an incredibly small part of their range. Mega are basically known for HV test equipment. And Fluke and yeah, for all like, sorts of Fluke are like a corporation. But they are the yeah the two brands that are the most 
like the one or the other in the UK actually don't really give a total shit about MFTs. It's just something that they sell. I don't it's know mega, if that's true. It is mega make a lot of high voltage test equipment really, really expensive and really, really good. If you want to talk about mega others other equipment, it's all it's all super duper. It's just the MFTs I don't like. But yeah, that is I think that's generally true. Maybe they'll tell us when they kick us out of their department when we go down there. Flip <laughs> that Robin's up there just because um it was my first tester. <laughs> And I gave it away. You threw it away, didn't you? Did you throw it away? I threw it away, and I fucking... No, what? I need it for this set, dickhead. <laughs> if anyone's got a 16... Why would you block, throw it away? If you anyone's got... didn't work, why would you throw it away? It was about 10 years ago when I weren't becoming a geeky electrical person. But yeah, if anyone's got one from a background, I'm willing to do swaps with it. But yeah, T I'm sorry, TIS, I've cut this one off. But that's the TIS Multifunction Pro. I know you've both got experience with this, and I ain't, so off you go. Right, I'm going to go first on this one. So... I love it. It's very sexy. Um, there's a few problems. First of all, when I first got it, I was like, don't know what to do with this. So I had to phone Mark, Mark Allison. He gave me a run through and he's like, well, go to this screen, do this, do this, do this. And I don't know what he made me do to make it work properly, but we had to fanny about with it for like, I don't know, three or four minutes changing settings. So if you've got to do that just to get it working, that's a problem straight away for me. Do, um, mm. it's a bit cheapy like so when I picked up the MFT X1 right it's like an aviary out in my garden <laughs> when I picked up the MFT X1 I went outside and had a look at my uh, MFT Eagles. Pro and I was like I was a little bit disappointed with it I was like oh. but what I will say is pound for pound it's probably the best tester you can get and if you are a functioning spaz like me when it comes to testing that is a good bet because it it shows you everything you need to do for each test what leads to use how where what port to put them in it really gives you it's a it's a tester for dummies and um they, they do really long leads with them i've not touched one so i'm out of this one although i will say i, I i'm intrigued i want to touch one and play with one I think uh, it's a very capable instrument. I uh, picked mine up second hand and it was got a blemish on it, unlike now, because it's had quite the shit kicked out of it now. Um, used it on site for a, a good few years. I was very sniffy about it when I first got it. One of the reasons I got it, because back when I was making YouTube videos fairly regularly, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I haven't seen anybody make a video about this before. That's one of the reasons why I went for the Metro as well. I see anyone make a video about it. Use Maybe code, I use code Save 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I picked it up secondhand, and uh, I, I, I've never used all the features and functions on it. I think it's a very capable tester. Um, the uh, the alien form factor made me do oh. quite a sort of sniffy review when I first got it. I was like, because it, it does differ so much from this uh, more traditional design that you see that sort of is based perhaps on the kind of the fluke shape, as you might want to call mm. it. Yeah, I'd go with that. Uh, it's quite a heavy bit of kit, and uh, to be honest, I, once I had the firmware upgraded, because one of the things I was sniffing about was was the capability of the model I had, but then I got the firmware upgraded, it's like, oh, it's, it does more now, this is great. I was able to drive this really quick and easy, and, and you, you get people going, well, I get sort of lost on the touch screens, which is what I expected to do, but once you know your way around it, it's like, beep, 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 and off you go. Is it, is it a computer, Dave? Is it, a, a, is it just a computer? 
that. All of these things are computers. They're no, but computers. that specific one, I know there's a, there's an orange version of that now that I've seen Mark Allison using, and it's it's got the solar package in it. So what I'm saying well, is that to be fair, they, they're all made by HT, which is an Italian company. Orange is their natural colour. Ah. These are rebadged for TIS for the UK. Uh, so they're, it's, all, it's all Italian kit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I've got batteries in it. Uh, the only uh, disadvantage, from my point of view, was you can't adjust the brightness of that colour screen. Oh, not very well on camera, oh. is it? So when you're in a dark room, it's really sort of if you're sort of, you know under the stairs cupboard or whatever, it's really sort of glaring in your face, and you can't see what buttons you're pressing. These buttons aren't backlit or anything. It's sort of it's right sort of in your face. But that was the only only negative thing I could say about it. But you know just going through and, and running the tests and that sort of stuff like yeah i find it a very capable instrument it's it's and i've seen one you use it quite a lot i've seen you use it quite a lot you're one of the people that got me to even think about them on your videos would yeah. you look at those back catalog and see there is another downside as well and dave's touched on this earlier on about other testers the color screen means and the brightness of that screen means it rinses out batteries quick which can well I, again i i don't necessarily agree with that i hear that a lot but it's all about the batteries you put in Agreed. And if you buy Panasonic Eneloop batteries, which you'll find at horrendous cost on Amazon or whatever, uh, yes, you will be paying like 30 quid for a pack of eight batteries or whatever, but they will last the distance. And I've, I'm still using Panasonic Eneloops that I bought back in 2010, and they're still absolutely solid. And I could go for a good sort of two, three weeks between having to take the batteries out and recharge them and this, using those sort oh, of things. I'm... It's all about the batteries you buy. I'm not a geek. I'm not researching Panasonic Eneloop batteries. I'm going to I'm going to Poundland. I'm going to buy them <laughs> batteries in Poundland. I'm going to put them in. In that case, you will be replacing those batteries at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if they don't last a day, I'm, I'm going to be furious. But that's what this podcast right. for. And, and Dave has got me onto those batteries a few years ago when I started watching them. I was like, oh, give him a bash. And I've Dave still is got such some... a geek, isn't he? Like, yes, what batteries to use? The thing is, you've, you've got to have some. <laughs> I better put that back. The day, but, uh, another thing to say about it is, it's the only tester I've got, the only MFT I've got that does earth leakage. If you buy the clamp accessory, which is a horrendous cost, and it doesn't do yes. a great job of earth it, leakage, it's more than it, an MFT tip. We should say it's much more. Yeah, than you, MFT. you'd be better off just buying a, a decent earth clamp, but uh, a separate earth clamp. But it does do it. Also, it, it does do the sort of the save functions and that sort of stuff as well, which I've never used because, again. Uh, I just don't trust that uh, a day's worth of the ICR results are going to be on my instrument at the end of the day when I get back to my drinking hole. Right then, moving on to the David Savory MFT 1000. that <laughs> so, he's covered quite a bit already. So, Metrow. Funny story. Go on there, Sam. So I've been to um, Metro's HQ in the UK. Um, we met with them, me and Rick, back in the day. Um, and yeah, what a weird little outfit. Well, well, you're not fucking, you're not just leaving it at that. You won't expand on that story, <laughs> mate. We get so I tell the story, I don't get, I don't care anyway. So we got set up to go and meet these, and we get there, and there's this right little geezer comes out. <laughs> but first <laughs> of all, we go to like this, like commercial estate, and there's like there is a tiny unit with an office above the like above the garage type thing. It's a tiny unit. Anyway, this little geezer comes out smoking a fag. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I used to be a drum and bass DJ. Yeah, and all this and it like <laughs> yeah and like honestly just walking around like this like 
peak. Like he's going, yeah, I'm going to be going out doing. I'm emceeing tonight. Like MC. that guy at a nightclub when you've had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and guy so, who's sat next to the toilet is going. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he was off his nut. Anyway, we get upstairs. <laughs> there's uh, like some weird Polish geezer in the corner, just like 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 Doctor Frankenstein messing about with testers like this, all in the corner. And I was just like, mate, we need to get out of here. We're going to get abducted and sent to Slovenia. <laughs> I didn't see this episode going this way, if I'm honest. But... but yeah, it was a weird little experience. And me and Rick come out of that place and Rick looked at me and went, Pfft. do you know what I mean? No way. Did you touch a tester while you was there or anything? Mate, I was like, like, we're trying it on. We're trying it on a little bit. I was like, well, we need one of them testers. And he was like, here you go. And gave us like one of their continuity testers. And I was like, oh. Like that. So Dave, trying to fucking screw up a freebies, you asshole. Dave, who's actually used the Dave Savory One Thousand tester, um, how do you? I mean, if you haven't mentioned him enough already, how do you find him? That's easily the most complicated tester I've got. It's not actually mine; it belongs to Metro. They, they did a loan for us. That's going back uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> going back Dave back. But they, they, well, this is, I, I've messed them about it since. And I was still tested, by the way. I haven't made a bat film, so I don't know if they've forgotten about it. But uh, uh, it's easily the most complicated tester we've got. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Let's just clarify for all of you, yeah? You've got two Metrol testers there, haven't you? Yes, that's, that's one I bought. And the one uh, you've been bumming the... to death is that one. Well, when I went to LX in 2017, both of these were on the stand. And they're obviously the, the guys on the stand were trying to push, you know, their new whistles and bells. How much like, is yeah, that one? But... Yeah, that one in idea. your hands, three grand, isn't it? I'll but, look. I will look. No, I'll it can't be that talking, much. I will look on the internet. Uh, so uh, I, I, I looked at that one and thought, you know, I understand the dials on that. <laughs> I can cope with that. <laughs> one thing to say about dials is that they can get dust in them on first fix sites. I have seen uh, testers that fail before because dust gets into the switches and stuff. So an advantage of a touchscreen is that it supposedly is perhaps more robust. The disadvantage is that it's very easy to get lost in the menus on the touchscreen tester, especially one that's very featured. This has all sorts of stuff that I don't even understand that I've never even looked at because I've not read the manual. I didn't really expect to have it in my possession for as long as I did. But two we know it. We, we can drive it. Pound. No, it's not. £1,300, that one. Sorry, my yeah, bad. I'm the screen the is beautiful, high-res colour display. Uh, but yes, it does chew through the batteries. If we've if we've used that in anger in the day, that's going on charging. And can it can it play overnight. Doom, Dave? Can it play Doom? It, it, it probably can. <laughs> mate. It probably can. It's another one where you can save your results. I've never tried doing that. But this, what this does do that none of the other instruments I have do is the EV stuff. So I've got the ah, EV adapter. I've, got, I've actually got an Ethos EV adapter. Um, because obviously they're they're all the kind of the same. It doesn't really matter what brand you buy. Is that on board then, Dave? Tested. Sorry, just to clarify, because that's that's confirmed me. I know you've got an Ethos stuff. I've seen your videos, which adapts a normal tester to do EV stuff. But that one has got EV on board, EV stuff yeah, on board. It, it, it has uh, <laughs> has auto sequence, so I can go in there and I can say yes, I've got a one phase no trip. Uh, sorry, a no vent trip uh, charge point, and it'll tell me. Uh, you probably can't see on the screen there. It's telling me what to set the the uh, tester to, the charge point adapter to, and then I can start running the test and I can go through. Um, it will go through each test. Uh, you just sort of leave it to it, and every time it trips the RCD, you go and reset it. And at the end of it all, it gives you a whole sequence of data that you can you can mm -hmm. save. 
I don't install enough EV charge points to really know my way is. around that hugely. I've never installing touched, even fewer going forward. I've never touched one of their testers, but I think we've got a fair comparison there between Sam and Ding. Is that more, is it, have you got to be an advanced level tester to bet, buy one is what I want to know, what I want to answer now. Have you got to be a bit more into it to, to buy one of them? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think if you're just coming into the game uh, and you, you, you know, there's no point spending out that kind of money on something quite as well featured as that. You, you could argue, well, it future proofs me. If you've got the budget, why not get something that is going to last and that you're going to be future proofed on? Something like the Metro or the new Mega X One. Yeah, you are going to you are going to future proof yourself. With right, is this, a, is this the last one now? All right, we're getting there. Do you want to move on? Yeah. Sam's ag today. I'm very oh, yeah, today. Yeah. I am a fucking fluke fanboy. I love them. I love all their testers. That's it. There's this one and there's something else after to finish off. But yeah, fluke. Yeah, I, I, I had one of the older fixes, 1662 or something. It didn't have auto RCD testing. Uh, obviously, fluke, renowned brand, top quality gear. You can't go wrong. You will pay through the nose for it, but it will... It will be rock solid. I just gave mine away, like I say. You got it, ago, so I don't have one. Anymore. You got it on this one, Sam, on flukes before I before I give it the big fluke win. To be honest with you, I never got on with them. Like I never got on with testing generally. I'm just having a look how much they are because they're not cheap, are they? If you are going to listen to anyone on this podcast and you're new, you should be listening to Sam. And this, if you're new to the game and you're looking for a tester, you should be listening to Sam's opinion. He's quite right there. They are a bit tricky to get your hands around, but I think for the pound... You know what I hate? Is if you're not... If you haven't done your 2391 and you still got to do a bit of testing, right? Unless yeah. you're... Unless you... There's settings on there that you won't understand that you need to change to make it... To be I able to do a test. I don't personally think they're like that. I think that works out of the box. But the one... No, no, I think it's quite straightforward. I don't think there's there's settings you have to do that you don't understand as an as a, a spaz tester like myself just to get it to work. And I'm like, no, not. I think the fluke is it's probably an easier interface than something like the 17 series mega. Probably. I'm probably. gonna move on quickly because I think we've done it all. But what I want to talk about, which is one reason why the fluke is this. Hold on, and it's these. Oh, what the f right. As far as I'm concerned, the test lead set that you can buy for a Fluke Meat that comes with them are the best test leads in the world. They are, cannot be beat by any other manufacturer. The Fluke test leads are the bollocks. What I would say is, and I'm going to say something I want people to tell me if I'm wrong, if you buy any tester and add a set of Fluke test leads to it that come with the MFT, which I believe is that one there, which I'll click on, yeah, you will improve that tester considerably. And that, I that's don't a know. deal break for me. I don't know. I, I will it pays to have decent test leads. I know Nigel bought some shit ones off eBay once because he got yeah, cheap they, for like 20 they killed him. And they were fucking garbage. I know you, you, have, you do have to pay out for decent test leads and you'll have to replace them maybe every couple of years or so as well. And another reason what Dave said about the metros is you cannot fit those to the metros. I will not buy any tester on principle that does not take a banana plug. Yeah, that, that did put me off originally, but the metro test leads are are solid. I've only had to change my lead set once with that tester. But yes, it is a... But you can't a, a use them on the testers, can you? No. Well, funnily enough, except for the uh, Seawood, which has the same <laughs> the proprietary interface. He's bought a eBay. <laughs> but yeah, test, I think... The, the, the pe thing people need to remember, I, I used to send some 2 one courses, yeah? 
most of the time, the thing you're interacting with the most is the leads. And you can start thinking certain testers are absolute dog shit, but it's the leads. Whereas if you get, if you look around, be aware you can buy every manufacturer's test set of leads and mix and match them as long as they take banana plugs. And I've had people combine those flute leads with a Q-Tech and it's an absolute winner. So yeah, just be aware if you're buying that those leads, as far as I'm concerned... Yeah, I can't do that. Thing. I can't do that. I'll tell you why. That will mess with my... Because <laughs> it's I have to have, Like, if, if I have a TIS MFT, I have to have the plug-in tester, the continuity tester, the pen tester. It all has to match. The Same way, is if I got Mega, I'd have to then throw everything away and get Mega. You know, I even couldn't have fluke leads on it, bruv. No. Even though you're a bit you of a have the best thing for the job. Even though you're a bit of a nutcase, you know what? That's probably one of the reasons why I love fluke because I have a lot of fluke testers and I have a lot of fluke leads and I, I know exactly what you're saying there. But yeah, I know what you mean. Could you imagine mixing fluke with a mega and then combine? I'd just be like, that is just heresy. I can't you, do it. It's like you, these weirdos that have a, a Milwaukee packout kit with <laughs> um, Makita in it. And you're like... You see them, they turn up looking like they've got a Rolls Royce, but underneath they've got a larger engine. You're like, <laughs> go away from me. It's one to watch, though. I mean, I know what you're saying, and I think, I'm, I think I might be in that box. I need to do a test and find out. But if you do find a set of leads great and you combine them with a tester, you can mix and match to come up with what suits you and stick it all in your velocity bag, can't you? But if you and do that, we cannot be friends. <laughs> <laughs> there is it. another brand who might be coming to these shores. Oh, this isn't something uh, we didn't pre I had a few beers with the guy from uh, Chauvin Onou, which is a French company. Oh, they make oh, very good. Nice. Yeah, make very good. has uh, been around for a very long time. And yeah, they, they, do, do they do all that high-end stuff, like proper, like, they do, They like... even still make these things for markets where oh. you need to... Yeah. Oh, uh, hey? oh uh, let's mutually show our megas off. Oh, 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 where's your oh, Sam? Where's oh, yours? Uh, where's your Sam? <laughs> if I had one of them, I would uh, like listen. I'm not going to say what I was going to say then, but no, <laughs> really. They're still making them new today for places that that you know you you're out in the middle of a desert or whatever, and you you, you need a, a way of <laughs> yeah doing, doing your doing your testing where that doesn't rely really on any kind of power or batteries or whatever. Um, but I, I believe that they're breaking into trying to break into the UK market with their MFT. So that's uh, that's one that I'm interested in taking a look at as well because that's uh, anything well. left field I like. They make excellent phase analytic stuff, which what is which I use a bit. But um, before we go into banter, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah, we're going to make this annual. We got on Dave because he's the expert, and we're going to make this annual. So next year we're going to do this all again. If any manufacturer, because I suspect a few of them might watch this to see what we said. If any manufacturer wants to loan any of us, one of their testers, for a pre-turned amount of time to try it out, we will then review that again next year. If you think we've been unfair about your tester or said something that's not good or you think we missed a thing, you are free to contact us. We are real sparkies doing real testing day and night. We will accept your meetings on loan. We do not take gifts. Yeah, because it would skew the results. We'll what are you talking about? I'll take a gift. I won't. Send, me a, send me a tester so it ends up in cash converters. <laughs> send us your tester on loan. We will try it out. If you think we've specifically missed anything about your testers being better than the others, we are willing to try them out and we will do them in the anal review of testers 2024 if David Savory hasn't drunk himself Just to, to be clear, if you send me a tester, I'm keeping it. We are not accepting. Not everybody this. is going to send you assholes anything. <laughs> well, we're all I, I'm keeping you, it. Send it to Dave. 
and he'll tell us all about it. But yeah, we so, are open. I, I, I haven't even read the fucking manual for that one yet. You think I'm going to read the manual for a Mega X one if it's hurt? <laughs> I just nah. think sometimes I overcomplicate that 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 X one. What I will say is, let's let's have a little chat, Mike. Mm. Um, each of us have got to give our best tester the one that the one we cover, and the one we would um, buy an apprentice. Oh, all right, fair enough. Who's going? I'll first? go first. X one for me desperate for an next one i just love that i love the fact that they're pushing the boat out i love the fact that mega are uh uk based they assemble it all in the uk i love that i love the fact that they're, they're local boys to me so that's good um and if i had an apprentice i'm buying them um probably a tis i'm gonna say you know if i was no if you knew and you want to buy a meter I'd buy an apprentice, a Q-Tech, because I do honestly believe they are very robin, they're very simple, very basic, and once you've learned to test on that, you can test on anything. And if I was going to buy a new meat for myself, it would just be another fluke from the 16 range, because I love fluke, I'm fluke. I just love fluke. But yeah, Q-Tech for apprentices, I think it can't be beat. Dave, yeah, I... I, I probably agree I, I, again the this is the one the only one i ever did really spend money and anger on and it, it gives me the most information at a glance for the most common test that i need so that's uh that's always been my go-to but uh, i agree with jamie there I, I think if you're if you're starting out a few years ago i said the seven the 15 series mega is a solid choice but obviously it's getting very long in the tooth now uh q-tech you can't go wrong with can you so and, you two were wrong, I was right. So the Mega X1 and the TIS MFT Pro. You're going to buy one, level one for they're, apprentices. They're, 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 they're all valid machines. Dave, what would you buy again? You didn't say that. You just said the apprentice one. What would I buy what again? Would buy? What would you buy if all your testers broke? All of them. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm such an asshole. I'll just look at something different again, probably. You go, what haven't I played with so far? I don't know. It's it's a it's a tough one. The, the, all these things are they all have their sort of their pros and cons. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I would take a serious look at the Q Tech if I was starting again from scratch. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I haven't played with it. But go on. There's a delay. Sorry. No, no. Uh, just just because it's one I haven't played with and it's one I hear great things about. It's just there's something I don't like about it. It's, if I'm not it, with its form factor. This is the right delay here, sorry. If I'm not mistaken then, on the Electrician's Podcast 2023 annual anal test review, the winner is QTech. Well, no. Which I'm playing with. Is well, that right? Is... Well, you said it, I said it, and Dave said it. it well, was I didn't say common... QTech, I said TISMFT. No, 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 oh. it was the common one for The Apprentice, weren't it? All right. I would, I would, new, I would put, the, I would put that probably, Don't probably. forget as well that TIS make the MFT Eco, which is a sort of more cut down version of the Pro with that, without the colour screen. No, you've got to have the colour screen. Don't come with no chief out um, colour, no, non colour black and white screen, green screen. We can't be friends. Sorry. No one's leaving till we decide if you are new to the game, which I expect people to watch this content for that, which one? It's definitely the KT63. Basic, basic. Yeah, it is that. That is the winner. Uh, the that Q-tech. is the winner. 
But I would say a close runner-up for learning to use a machine. And if you wanted to be able to be a bit scalable and understand the technical side of things as well, is the MFT Pro. I'd agree with that. I'd go with that. And if you 